Welcome to Live, Love, Laugh with Asia Frazier, brought to you by Reach For It, where persistence is key. I'm your host, Asia Frazier, and today we will be talking to the lovely Ashley Rubin. This podcast is brought to you by Reach For It, where persistence is key. So tell me, Rubin, how are you feeling today? I am feeling great, thank you. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for asking. And what made you smile today? You know what? Just being able to get up and the sun was shining and I did a little yoga in the morning and sang a little bit. And, you know, how can you not smile? Exactly. Yes. I need to get into yoga. Speaking of, (laughs) love it. Love it. Okay. So tell me, when did you start performing? Um, I actually was a really, really shy child. And in fifth grade, we did a musical, like a fifth grade appropriate version of Once Upon a Mattress. (laughs) And I was the role of Winifred and I, who's this big boisterous character, which was kind of nothing like me. And I loved it. And um, then I kind of shied away from it until college And I really was more of a late bloomer, but kind of embraced it wholeheartedly. And it's been my whole life ever since. That's amazing. And tell me what song are you singing and why? I am going to be singing Adelaide's Lament from Guys and Dolls. And Mm -hmm. I love that character. I love this song. It's um, a lot of people know it as a person can develop a cold. Um, it's just this wonderful character who's so frustrated. She's been engaged for 14 years and she just, the, the, her fiance can't pull the trigger and everything is manifesting into this song where she's trying to figure out what that means for her and why it's coming out through a cold and just trying to figure out her life in this one spectacularly witty song. And do you feel like you kind of connect with her at all? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I luckily have not been engaged for 14 years, but I mean, there are definitely things that, you know, you work on something that you think you're right for and you work on and you love and you don't quite understand why that's not happening for you. And is it something that's in your power to change or something that the universe just isn't settling in. So I 1000% um, can um, put myself in Miss Adelaide's shoes. Wow. And tell me, what does music mean to you? I mean, music is to me very interesting because I'm not somebody who was born with the natural gift of song. So Mm -hmm. it's something that I loved so much Um, and just sparked such joy in me that it really made me want to work really hard on being able to do what I do. Um, Just, it's such a passion of mine. Um, And it's been incredible to listen to tapes of myself from years ago and watching myself grow and having this through line of different songs that I love, different songs that put me in different moods and um, really being able to accomplish milestones of things that I never thought that would be possible for me. 
So it means so many things. That's so beautiful. And what song makes you fall in love with music? Um, I mean, there are so, there are so many. I mean, honestly, in a musical theater sense, the, um, the classics, anything from Camelot, just, I could listen to it over and over and over. Um, I could listen to, I mean, Disney music is, um, puts me in a fun mood and then, you know, pop music. I, I could listen to, I mean, this is like way back pop music, um, <laughs> aging myself, but any Britney Spears and Spice Girls and I, I mean, Katy Perry and Pink, I can just listen. I just love it all. I'm, I, and it, all of it does a different thing for me. And I think for a lot of people. Oh, that's great. I, I love the Spice Girls though. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> And who inspires you musically and in the real world? Um, musically, I'm honestly inspired by the casts that I work with. Um, I'm very lucky um, to be able to pursue musical theater for a career. And each um, cast that I'm put in, I learn something different from the other actors. Um, whether it's the acting of a song or what they vocally do with the song or um, so I'm just I'm constantly in awe of the talent pool around me and I think that that's um, where I really learn. Wow, wow. And what motivates you to keep going? The love of it. I, I can't imagine my life without it. And I think, you know, there's so many um, jobs that are easier and um, more monetarily lucrative. And I mean, for me, if you can see yourself doing anything else, it's worth exploring that because you'll probably um, have more success and make more money doing it. Um, so just the love of doing it. And I can't imagine my life not being a part of this community. Okay, and what has musical theater taught you? Sorry, oh, what has it taught me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> musical theater has taught me, I mean, such a broad array of things. Musical theater has, I mean, within the shows, it's taught me, you know, what to do, what not to do, the lessons that the characters make or show, um, like any other book or story or television show would. But, um, on the outside, musical theater has taught me discipline. It's taught me um, to work really hard. It's taught me that even if you think you're right for something and you take all the steps, it, it might not be in the cards for you. Uh, that And really to appreciate everyone, um, especially if there's a role that you think you're right for. And if you have the opportunity to see the person who got the role, and to see the magic that they do with the role, um, I think that that is spectacular. I love learning from what other people do and the way other people see the same role. Um, I, it's taught me how to live with people in a cast house. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> and to get along with all types of personalities because, you know, you meet a group of 30 people 
and you're living with them and working with them and you know in some cases touring with them for six months nine months you play with them you work with them you know it, and so to make all those personalities mesh 100 percent of the time i mean i've been doing this professionally since 2007 so you know you're bound to come across different types of personalities so learning how to maneuver that um so that everybody is comfortable and everybody is happy and copacetic you know that's been a really great lesson too oh that is amazing and you just i can't imagine trying to live with 30 different people for six months or going oh my goodness lord have mercy Kudos yeah. <laughs> If you couldn't be performing or if you couldn't sing, what would you do? Um, honestly, uh, especially with the pandemic, um, I've been thinking about that a lot. And on, I can't think of anything that I would have the passion to do in the same degree. But I feel like um, psychology is something that I really lean towards and I really enjoy. Um, so if there had to be a second, um, I think I, it would be towards psychology. I really like listening to people and um, seeing what I can do to help even like with their ideas, taking their ideas and throwing it back at them that might um, put things into a different perspective. Oh, that is really amazing. I love psychology too. That's what I'm getting ready to bring it right now. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> and... <laughs> What is the hardest thing that you've had to give up to perform? Um, the hardest thing is stability. I mean, um, monetarily, because you don't know where that next job is. Um, it Relationship-wise, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to meet a guy and be like, I really like you. I'm going to be gone for nine months. You're going to see men all around me. Don't worry. They're probably not interested in me. Um, but, you know, just you know, take that at that value and just wait for me. You know, that that's very difficult. Mm -hmm. um, and it just even, you know, seeing family and being around on a specific schedule. Like, it's hard to say that I can go to this wedding because I don't know what job I might have and, you know, what turning down work for a specific date, what that looks like, things like that. So overall stability. Oh, okay. And this just came to my head, but have you always had the support in doing performing and musical theater? I really have had a phenomenal support system. Um, mainly because I don't think my parents ever thought that it was any type of realistic option for me. I never, I was not the lead in the high school shows that everyone was like, wow, this girl's really going somewhere. Um, I wasn't in the like BFA musical theater program in college. Like I really, I went to like a theater camp for two years and it wasn't asked to join the, you know, special talent pool of things. Like I really didn't show signs um, of employability. Um, so I think they were um, happy to go along and with me in the beginning. And then um, as a late bloomer, I, it just started to click. I started to grow into myself and understand things that maybe some people understood or were able to accomplish earlier. And, um, 
And then I was kind of in too deep. So it was too late for um, my family to be like, congratulations, you're really great, but you have to stop. Um, so I'm, I'm very lucky that my, my family and my friends are all exceedingly supportive of everything. And I, I, I don't know if I could do it without that. I'm actually pretty sure I wouldn't be able to. And I know a lot of people do. And I, um, I'm so in awe of that. That's so beautiful. I can't, (laughs) but, um, how would you like to influence the community around you? Um, I would love to influence the community by just sharing that musical theater is for everyone. If you have a passion for it, there is a place for you to do it. There is an outlet for you to do it. You know, um, there are community theaters and uh, if you keep working, I, even if you show like zero talent or you didn't really have dance when you were a kid or acting classes, you can work your way through it. And it is something that anyone can grow into. And regardless of the level you're doing it at, you can bring joy to yourself by, you know, anyone can learn a song. You don't need anything. You you literally can go onto YouTube and listen to someone singing a song you like and work on that, you know? And I think um, just being able to do that and bring that idea um, that it's something for everybody. And what would you say to the kids that maybe were like you that, you know, didn't take dance and didn't sing before? What advice would you give to them? My best advice would be to work hard and learn from everyone around you. That is your best tool. I mean, if you're in the ensemble, um, which I often am, you know, you can, within reason, you don't want to steal focus, but you can create a character, any type of character. The microscope of that show just happens to be on the lead characters in this production. But any role in the show, whether it's like Happy Villager number two, you should be able to move the microscope and have a full-blown musical about them. So really work hard, look at the choices that other people are making. I mean, if you can afford it, take class, get into voice lessons, take dance classes. You can barter, like I bartered um, dance lessons for exercise lessons, you know, like, from somebody who has expertise in something um, that you're looking for and wants to learn more about something you know. I mean, there are so many ways to do it without monetarily spending a lot of money, but um, just work hard and learn. Look at the interesting people around you. Like I love just sitting in the city and watching people because you will find characters (laughs) that, I, I mean, the most creative person wouldn't be able to dream up. I mean, it's like gifts coming at you and write these people down and create backstories for them and how they can relate to you. And also be yourself because you can't be somebody else better than they can be. You just can't. You can be the most phenomenal, you know, mimicker, but somebody else is going to be them better. So really stick true to your 
yourself and what you are because you are the best at that and sell what you are because that is spectacular. I love that. That is golden right there. That is the golden rule right there. (laughs) What is some advice that you wish you had gotten before getting into performing? Um, I wish I had known that um, this is not a linear career. I grew up, um, my father's a lawyer. You know, it's very linear. You are, you know, in your first year there with an internship and then you're, you know, working there and then you're partnered. Like it's very straightforward. Musical theater is not like that. I mean, I um, was a lead role on a national tour. And then directly after that, I was in the ensemble at the very first theater that ever hired me. And I mean, I was thrilled to be there and I had a phenomenal time, but it's, if I didn't accept or understand that just because you're this on tour doesn't mean that the next step is necessarily in your eyes up, you know, it's up, down and around. And that journey will create the bonds that will bring you to other people that, you know, your work ethic there are what will make people hire you again. Um, that, but don't look for a upward trajectory because you're setting yourself up for failure. You have to love every job you take and find the love, you know, maybe it's not your favorite show, but the cast is phenomenal or you can create a character that really works for you. You know, if you're not loving it, why are you doing it? Great. I love that. That is something great to live by yes <laughs> i love all your answers they're just giving me so much life i love Thank it you. you're welcome and how has COVID affected you and your artistry i mean um COVID very much just changed the game um i had closed a show um on march 9th so we, the last week of that show was like hand sanitizers brought in, you know, there, there were creeps of something may be happening. Um, and I was supposed to start a production of Cabaret um, a couple of weeks after that. So that is currently on hold. Um, hopefully it's still on hold. Um, and I, I mean, I went from working all the time. I mean, I, I don't think I've had more than a month without a job since 2007. So I went from running everywhere. And, and when I was off, I'd be, I travel, I visit family. I, you know, I love going to Europe and I was supposed to go to Asia, like all these things. And COVID just stopped everything, which obviously it did for everyone, um, for everyone. But for the first, I want to say six months, I did nothing. I did not sing a note. I did not work out. I did not, I I did nothing. And I was fine with it, which was so bizarre to me. I, I read, I watched all the years of television that I had missed, I, you know, caught up on ER. I mean, I don't even think that's been on television since like the nineties. 
but I watched it. And I mean, I just sat and did nothing. And um, I happened to be in Florida with my parents. So that also gave me um, a, uh, a chance to be with them for a while. A very long I'm I'm still here. I'm still in Florida with my parents. Um, and there are high risk situations around. Um, so mm. I actually have not, other than um, getting my flu shot in October and because I'm high risk, I was able, um, I have my first COVID vaccine. So other than those two things, I have not left the house. I've not been to a store. I've not gone to a grocery store since March 11th. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, I've, we, and, and neither of my parents have either. We have been on full lockdown. I, I run, I used to go running, um, but then people, I would, I started passing people and people weren't wearing masks. So um, now I, I put two mats down and I run in place for half an hour every day and I do yoga twice a day and you know, the party's over. I have to start getting in shape. I'm going to, you know, hopefully at some point, um, be employable again, but, um, only recently. So I did six months of nothing, which I'm honestly so grateful for. And I, you know, the circumstances are horrific, which led me to them, but it really caused me to slow down. And I think I needed to slow down. And, um, and then I've been spending time since then trying to slowly, safely build back up and what I can do. There's not really a floor for me to dance on here. And it took me a while to feel comfortable, like singing in front of my parents, just, you know, because I'm not, I'm used to doing it on a stage, like when they come see my shows, but not like in the house. Or, you know, don't listen to the lesson just um but it, it's it's just um yeah it changed everything about the business to me but opportunities like this um are incredible and have pushed me to start singing again and you know really say like oh i did this i can do this again it's okay you know i've been training to do this again we're here it's not scary Go sing your song. Like it's so you know, I'm very grateful for this opportunity. Oh, I'm so glad you're able to do oh man, I can't wait to hear you sing. Okay. I'm <laughs> and last but not least, who has been your go-to person since quarantine? Um, my go-to person is my best friend in the world. His name's Taylor Hilt Mitchell. We um uh, FaceTime watch, um, we're watching parenthood right now. So Ooh. yeah, I told you I'm literally like living in like 2008 in my mind. We're, we're still there. It's 13 years ago. Um, 14 years ago, but, um, we, yeah, we get on, um, FaceTime three times a week for about three or four hours a session and we just catch up and watch, um watch our show and it's like we're hanging out we're just in different states oh that is so sweet though and i'm so glad you have someone you can connect with thank you i'm, I'm very lucky in that respect well is there anything else you would like to add 
No, I mean, this is, thank you so much for all of your wonderful questions. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate your letting me on the show and letting me sing and giving me this phenomenal opportunity and even this opportunity to play, you know, one of my dream roles. Like I, I have been wanting a chance at Adelaide for years and um, this has pushed me to take that. And I'm so grateful for that. Oh, that is so amazing. Well, I know you're going to do fantastic. I can't wait again. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And until next time, this was Live Love Laugh. I'm your host, Asia Frazier. Bye.